Hey, I'm just telling you what the trends are. I'm not holding anybody accountable for what they're what they're sharing and all that kind of stuff. Rick Moranis was trending on Twitter on Sunday after an FBI posted a photo of a man who was allegedly participated in a January 6th Capitol riot. Looks a lot like the actor. Social media was quickly uh, noted the similarities between the helmeted rioter and Moranis. So did you get a chance to take a look at the picture? Seriously, did you see it? And if you're not sure on who he is, he is the person that was in that uh, that movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You know what I'm talking about. A lot of people are familiar with it. So, uh, just in case, not Justin Bieber, uh, just in case you're not familiar, this right here is Rick Moranis. And this right here is a person they said that looked like Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis? Guy that looks like Rick Moranis. If you're not on the streamer, kind of hard to share. We will post it later. That way you can take a look at it. But, I mean, I can see where the similarities are definitely at between the, what are people are saying. Because that's exactly what occurs. So, anyways, there you go. That's what's going on right there. Little little touch of magic as we do talk about it. Uh, so there you go. So let's get you into, you know, our friends at Feature Story and let them tell you exactly what was going on around the net. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Thousands of people have been evacuated due to flooding in New South Wales in Australia. A severe weather warning is in place for the whole state. Flooding has been caused by days of heavy rain with more downpours forecast. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is due to call EU leaders urging them not to ban vaccine exports to Britain. EU leaders will meet virtually on Thursday to discuss an export ban. Brussels is facing criticism over the speed of Europe's COVID-19 vaccine rollout compared to the UK. Care Minister Helen Waitley is urging the EU not to go down the route of blocking doses. We expect the EU to stick to their commitments. A commitment was made some time ago by Ursula von der Leyen, the president of the EU Commission, that the EU would not block the exports of vaccines when companies are fulfilling their contractual obligations. And it's really important that the European Union sticks to that. I think vaccine nationalism, vaccine protectionism, whatever you call it, doesn't do anybody any good. What's important is that around the world, we maximise the production of the vaccine. The number of fresh daily COVID-19 infections in India has seen its highest rise since November, with 46,951 confirmed new cases in the past 24 hours. The country also recorded more than 200 new COVID-19 deaths. Amid the surge in cases, Mumbai is introducing compulsory random coronavirus testing at shopping malls and train stations. Rebecca Bundan reports from Mumbai. Maharashtra in Western India, of which Mumbai is the capital, has recorded over 60% of the total new confirmed COVID-19 cases in the country, with more than 30,000 infections reported in the past 24 hours in the state. Doctors say that people not following precautions, such as wearing masks and social distancing, are behind the spike. And some say that new variants are also playing a role. Mumbai is introducing mandatory coronavirus tests in crowded areas such as malls. The country's health ministry has also raised concerns that the Kumbhmela religious gathering in Uttarakhand, which is expected to attract tens of millions of visitors, could lead to a surge in infections. Rebecca Bundan, Mumbai. 
Donald Trump will soon return to social media with his own platform, according to one of his aides. The former US president's been offline since he was suspended from several social media sites, including Twitter and Facebook, following the January riot at the US Capitol. Jaguriti Dave reports from Washington. Donald Trump will make his social media comeback in about two or three months, according to his adviser, Jason Miller. He told Fox News that the former president would be creating his own platform, which will completely redefine the game and draw in tens of millions of users. In a move which divided opinion, a number of social media sites suspended the former commander-in-chief from their platforms. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. You never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. He's a man. (laughs) Awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Okay, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the sequence of events as we are talking at 12 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out. And thank you for the people that let me know that the box is working. I guess we were just kind of figuring out that it wasn't, but it apparently it is. Anyway, so let me tell you about a couple of things. We still have our contest going on that it will occur on the 26th. We'll be doing the drawing. So there you go. One-on-one session with yours truly. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. Broadcasting, podcasting, safety, you name it. We talk about it. It's two one-hour sessions for up to three people, three lucky winters inside of there. So we'll actually be doing the drawing towards the end of the week here. So you got that. And then, of course, the other one, based on people's questioning, asking for it, here we go. Here we go. One more time. Safety reconfigured. March the 31st. 
at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can actually get your tickets at safetyfm.io. That is safetyfm.io. Or find out more information of exactly what the hell's going on just right over there. We will talk about reconfiguring the way that you take a look at safety all around. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of there. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's take it from the shit list of exactly what is going on right there. Australians are hoping for torrential rainfall will drown out the plague of rodents that many are battling. Yeah, that's not a joke as I say that. Uh, The rats and mice that have descended on the rural parts of New South Wales and Queensland after the regions experience a bumper crop after years of drought according to the guardian one grocer said that the outlet that he has arrived to to work five hours early to clear out 400 to 500 rodents caught each night oh that sounds like a fun job officials are hoping that heavy rain will wipe out the rodents naturally and they don't have to cough up thousands of dollars to deal with the pest okay so let's talk about that real quick because he did say that he was a grocer so let's talk about that. So imagine working at a place currently where you have to actually interact with getting 400 or 500 rodents out before anybody else gets there. I guess that would be one way to look at work differently. Uh, that's for sure. I mean, think about it real quick. And let's not even talk about the health issues that that would actually uh, bring about. Anyways, let's talk about Customs Border Protection, or also known as CBP, or Allowing Border Patrol Agents in Rio Grande Valley Sector, RGV, so let's just make sure that we're clear when we're saying this, to release illegal border crossers who claim asylum without a court date. A CBB source said that reasoning of the decision is the situation has become so dire that BP Border Patrol has no choice but to release people nearly immediately after apprehension because there is no space to hold the people. The RGV based in Texas is more than 700%. Yes, 700% at capacity. There are approximately 4,500 unaccompanied children being held in detention centers and in 10 sites at the border and many beyond the legal three-day limit so there you go a lot of stuff going on inside of there i'm sure you have seen it on the cycles of the news so let's continue talking of course we have to talk about what is going on inside of the world of course so let's talk about it in this fashion more than 124.4 million covid vaccines have been administered nationwide over 44.1 million americans are fully vaccinated while more than 81.4 million have received at least one dose according to the cdc the total number of cases in the u.s are slightly 29.6 million with more than uh, 539,000 deaths attributed to the virus So there you go. We are getting closer and closer, depending on stage, region, and so on, where ages are being changed on being able to get the vaccine administered. So with that being the case, and now some of the age guidelines changing, what are you thinking? Have you given any more thought to this? Is this something that you're inclined to do? I'm just asking the question, of course, because, you know, this is subject matter. I mean, it is interesting to see that part of people's resumes nowadays, and this is not a joke, is referencing on how they're fully vaccinated. So what do you think about that? I mean, something to think about, of course. And then here's the gig. When you become fully vaccinated, if you decide to go down the route, 
what changes? Do you do you get to stop wearing the mask? Do you continue to wear the mask? Is it regionally based? How do they go about determining what needs to be done? I'm just asking the question. What do you think? I mean, what have you seen in the area? Local area that you're in. I mean, just kind of curious, of course. Because it's always interesting on how things change depending on what's going on. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. A 7.0 magnitude earthquake struck northern Japan on Saturday, shaking buildings and triggering a tsunami advisory. The strong quake caused a temporary blackout and suspended bullet train services in the area. There are no reports of damage or injuries. What? You had a 7.0 magnitude earthquake and you have no report of damage or injuries man that's something special think about that for a moment you are listening to a radio god what this has to be an error that host is not a radio god anyways this is the rated r safety show on safety fm okay a dormant volcano in peninsula in the southern iceland flare southern iceland flared to life on friday the area's first eruption in nearly 800 years aerial footage posted of the icelandic meteorological office showed two streams of lava running down the sides of the volcano in opposite directions the department of emergency management said that not to anticipate evacuations because the volcano seems to be in a remote valley officials were alerted that there was a possibility of an eruption and earthquakes have occurred daily over the past three weeks so there you go um so there you go so i mean i guess we can tie this and talk to it a little bit if you're close or near that valley area, I'm assuming at some point you probably have the conversation of hazard matrix, you know, that thing that we talk about, where you kind of turned around and probably went, well, um, there's a chance, but probably the likelihood of it happening is probably slim tonight because it's been almost 800 years. Well, surprise, surprise, Friday came about and something additional showed up. And so Friday, you have an active. So now when do you revisit the potential hazard matrix and say, hey, it might be time to move on, dear John, and update this bad boy and change it into something else? Just something to think about. Anyways, let's continue. Monopoly is getting a makeover. Hasbro has plans to update community chess cards in order to bring the game up to date with the cancel heavy culture we live in today. Game makers will remove cards such as winning a beauty contest, superficial, receiving tax refund, uh, and then bank error in your favor. So it'll be, there you go, some different things that are going out there. Replacing them with more contemporary cards as to raise social awareness, promote community. The new cards will include rewards for fundraising locally, rescuing a pet from the animal shelter, or volunteering at a local senior center. There will also be punishments for for acts that are blasting music all night and not returning lost wallets and failing to recycle. This is not a joke. Uh, the new edition of the game is expected to arrive in the fall. It is unclear if the original version will be continue to be sold. So there you go. Uh, the revamp will also leave out one wins the game. That's a joke. That is a joke. That's not true. But just some interesting things that will come about it. Come about it. Because here's the thing, and here's where I think some of the confusion comes about when people start referencing cancel culture. I think that maybe it's not so much cancel culture that needs to be referenced, because if you look at some of these older things that come about, it's not that they were probably considered bad at the time. It was probably some just misunderstanding overall. So 
if you take a look at some of these older stuff, that be it, a Disney movie, a movie on TV, anything that you want to call it older music, things that people have readily accessibility to immediately. Because think about this real quick, just for a brief moment. At one particular point in life, let's say, for instance, I discovered an artist that I liked. Well, I couldn't populate on the Internet to find out what was going on. I would have to do an album search for this particular artist, have to go find where I could buy the album. And then once I actually acquired the album, then it was able to listen to. So I wasn't able to compare it to anything else until I had it in my hot little hand and take a listen to it. Nowadays, that has changed significantly. Nowadays, life is much different. Here's the thing. Today's standards are much different. If you're seeing this show right now, the comparison is, well, I can pull up another show that came up 20 years ago and do a comparison then on how that show looked. Not really having a true timeline on what might have occurred socially or inside of the culture of the world in all these other things. So what might have been societal norms at the time might be much different today or vice versa. So that's why when you take a look at some of these older things where you might see somebody hanging out with a Confederate flag, it doesn't mean that they were a racist. It just means that it was societal norms at the time. And so when you fast forward into right now and how things are held as standards, of, well, when we do side-by-side comparisons, this older thing might need to be canceled because this is how we're living now. Is it a fair assessment? Probably not. Should So I look at it and go, probably a disclaimer and a warning of timeline on when something came out and having that discussion, because I think that if you go back and attempt to cancel, and I don't even know why I'm talking about this, to cancel everything that doesn't align with today, are you doing yourself a service? Or is it really a disservice? I mean, it's something to think about. I mean, I could be absolutely wrong. Because that's the thing. And maybe when we start taking a look at some of these things of where we're moving forward and saying, okay, let's change something, maybe we have to have a better understanding of the timeline. Because I'm sure that there's stuff in life that have occurred to people that wasn't the greatest thing at the time. I understand that. But I'm trying to say on some of these other things, it has to be a little bit more sensical in regards to how we move forward with it. Just something to think about. I mean, I'm not trying to step on toes here as I bring this up. It's just something to consider. But you have to look at the whole aspect that plays such a huge factor on how you have access to everything now. Seriously. Because that's not something that was there before and not something that's comparable. And keep in mind, something as simple as this podcast, broadcast, stream, whatever you want to call it. It will be here until the day that somebody decides to delete it entirely off the net. Just the way that it goes. So what it will be compared to then? What's out at the time? Just something to think about. Anyways, NASA successfully tested a fire core stage of its space launch system SLS rocket for the second time last week. A huge milestone for NASA's goals to return to lunar surface. 
The core design will be used in configuration of the SLS rocket and the team up with the data from their test validate the design for flight. There you go. Next next up will be the Artemis uh, mission, <laughs> which tentatively is scheduled to lift off by the end of the year and will use SLS rocket to send the unscrewed Orion spacecraft on on flight around the moon back to earth i don't know if sls is the thing that should be used um sls used to be the acronyms for sears logistics services i don't even know if that's still a thing so there you go anyways nearly half of the nation's frontline health care workers haven't been vaccinated for covid19 according to a report published by kaiser family foundation only 52 percent of healthcare workers have received at least one vaccine even though they're the were the first eligible to receive the treatment the survey included interviews with 1327 frontline health workers um, also found that those who weren't vaccinated, 82% said that they weren't worried about the side effects or that were vaccinated or no, it says weren't, weren't worried about the side effects. And 65% said that they did not trust the government to ensure a vaccine safety. One frontline worker cited that they would quit if their employer said that they had to take it. I don't know, different strokes for different folks, depending on where you're located. A 21-year-old woman was killed with seven others were injured in a shooting that sparked by a, by a, hold on, by a fight at a Dallas nightclub early on Saturday. Holy shit. Uh, two groups of the people were, uh, we're, we're getting into it about 1.30 a.m. Central, Central time. Someone in, in one of the groups pulled out a gun and opened fire, according to the Associated Press. The wounded... The wounded ranged up uh, a stable of and are in critical condition. The shooters who remained at large is reported to be a man in his 20s. Oh, my. Oh, my. There you go. Oh my. So here, let me tell you about this one. This one you might find slightly, slightly intriguing. Miami Beach has called in the SWAT teams over the weekend to help enforce emergency curfews against out-of-control spring breakers that have descended on Beach Town. Even as the SWAT members rolled out the chaos with piercing sounds cannons to try to clear the packed streets, the parties continued on for hours, according to the Daily Beast. Officers ultimately fired pepper balls at the crowd, causing mad stampede, with many people being knocked around. No word yet if there were any injuries or arrest made during the chaos. Uh, yes. I'm just going to take that as an assumption. Local officials enforced a curfew last week after mass fighting and a rise of crime among the spring breakers who are also defying all COVID guidelines. You think? You think they were violating some COVID guidelines? I mean, I don't think it takes much to think about that as we are talking this morning. 28 minutes past the top of the hour. Here is our main story on the Radio Safety Show. Hey, if you press the wrong button, you get a double sound there, just in case, if you did not know that. So anyways, this morning I was thinking about it. And, you know, from time to time, we talk a little bit about everything. And we talk about some of the things that are going on inside of the real world. And we talk about the things that are going on inside of the worlds that are not so real. But, you know... We get to the Mondays, and then you get the people that tell you that bullshit of, I have a case of the Mondays, which I don't even know what that means, but I've heard it for years at this point. But at some point, when you're doing everything that you do, it be it your personal life, your work life, whatever you want to consider it, sometimes you just don't feel it. 
and you go through the motions of not feeling it. You might wake up, you had a bad day the day before. You might wake up and you're just blah, 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 blah. And you're not feeling it. So what do you do? How do you handle it? Maybe one day you just wake up and you're like, hey, this is not what I want to do anymore. Maybe it's just for that day you have that thought. But how do you handle the situation? What do you do next? I mean, because it becomes one of those weird conversations. And I know most people don't like talking about it, especially in a public setting, because it makes them feel uncomfortable, which is fine. But I speak to more people behind closed doors than I probably should probably admit. And having conversations about their general feelings about everything that is going on. And over the last little bit, I have ran into more people that are in the safety field that no longer want to do this because they're not feeling it anymore. Because they have went from good cop, bad cop to terrible cop. They're the mask enforcer inside of their agency. They are the PPE enforcer. They are the person that enforces some standards of things that they even claim they don't understand. Because the interesting part that was occurring, especially over the last year, is that safety professionals were allegedly pandemic professionals all at the same time as well. And I'm going to tell you, I did not know a lot of epidemiologists at the time. And I didn't know a lot of people that were in safety that knew anything about pandemics. Now, I will tell you there were some organizations out there that slapped some shit together and were claiming that their risk management programs were exactly pandemic preparedness programs or that they would help you with pandemics and all this other stuff because they were just trying to do marketing. I mean, even people came up with sprays that were COVID sprays. They fight against COVID. But that's where it became kind of weird. Because also during that same timeline over the last year is where people kept on saying to me, I don't feel it anymore. And it could have been a number of different things. It was being held to a standard because a standard of things that they don't understand. Because that's the interesting thing about safety. When you get to interact with a safety professional, all of a sudden they're not just deemed a safety pro. They're deemed a subject matter expert in all things. Yeah, seriously, think about it for a moment. Think about the safety person that's inside of your organization that is the go-to person, but all of a sudden they're deemed to be an expert in everything. Operations, how the manufacturing line works, how things in the field are going, and they have to know a little bit about everything. Jack of all trades would probably be the easiest way, but there's an expectation that they understand exactly how the business runs for them to be able to give you answers to the questions that you're looking for. Or you might be in that seat right now and people have that thought about you. So during between that and then with some not being able to have the interaction with people how they normally would, it didn't go too well. Some people were not loving it. Some people did not enjoy doing what they were doing. 
So they would say how they're not feeling it. Now, I'm going to tell you, just as an idea, probably during a pandemic, it's probably not a good time to probably say, hey, I want to try a, a new career choice. Just saying that out there. I mean, not saying don't try it, but, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to quit my my nine to five. Currently guaranteed income to go to something that maybe it might work out. Probably not a, not the best of ideas. Just saying that out loud. But it's one of those things that we take a look at and we go around and we talk about all these ideas of what the expectation are for a safety pro. So I can understand where things came about where they weren't feeling it anymore. Where they weren't having the conversations. So what happens now? What happened? What happened then? What happened when you woke up that one morning and said you weren't feeling it anymore? What did you decide to do? Because that's where it becomes very strange. Because I am sure we all go through times where we say, hey, we need a day for, we'll call it mental health. Because if you're going through that, you might want to reconsider some of your ideas before you pull the trigger. Just saying. But I look at it and I go, okay, if this is what you're going to do, how do you prepare? What do you do on the days you're not feeling it? Because you're not feeling it. And it's okay to have the blah day. And it's okay to question what you're doing. But how do you handle it? If you're being 100% accurate and honest, how do you handle it? How do you move forward? Listen, there's days that I come in here and I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure what to talk to you about. I'm not even sure what we're going to discuss. And on some of those days, I'm not sure. I'm just not feeling it. And it's okay. And I think it's okay for me to talk about it. Not that I don't love you. Not that I don't like spending time with you. But I don't feel it on certain days. I'm just kind of like, ah, I'm not sure what to do. And that's the weird thing. People don't want to have those honest conversations. Because here's the thing. If you go into your employer today and you're saying, hey, I kind of not feeling it today, depending on your relationship with your direct, the person that you directly respond to, the person you report to, that could be an interesting conversation. But there are days that happen like that. But that's not part of the conversation. And it becomes so weird on the things that we're held accountable for when we don't have understanding on some. But with this weird transition in things occurring, sometimes you don't feel it. I will tell you some of the some of the industry right now in regards on how they're trying to prepare people for COVID or tell them about COVID from people that have never done a research paper in their whole life and wouldn't even know how to even build a model for research scares me. People that go to two, three-day conferences and all of a sudden they have become an expert or they took a class online. And those are the things that I worry about. So I understand when you in turn tell me that you don't feel it. I'm not feeling it today. 
because Joe Blow from down the hallway all of a sudden became an expert in blah, blah, blah because he took a four-hour course in an online training. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying online trainings are shit. What I'm trying to say is that you're not going to be a subject matter expert by taking a four-hour course. And there are a lot of people that are COVID experts that are that, according to them. So it becomes very interesting on where you're getting actual good content from that you can actually use, opposed to somebody actually just marketing very well. So what are next steps when you don't feel it? How do you get prepared mentally? How do you change the things for yourself? Because that's a conversation too. Everybody's slightly different. Some people cry when they're not feeling it. And I can say that. It's perfectly fine. Some people turn to the bottle. Some people turn to other medical alternatives that they have access to. But what do you do to benefit yourself on the days that you are not feeling it? Because let's be realistic, as much as people don't want to talk about this, you don't have an easy job. Not that I would ever say there's any job that's easy, but you don't have an easy job. It's a conversation. It is something that you have to do. Understand people. Be able to interact with people. Be able to understand your operation and be able to move forward by almost being the subject matter expert in all things because that's what it's looked like or looked upon. So as the typical thing goes day in and day out, what can we talk about and what can we do to change it? Probably nothing that will be resolved in this broadcast, but it's a subject of conversation that we need to start having. We need to start addressing. Here's the thing, and I talk about this, especially with people all the time, not on this broadcast, but I speak to people on the phone or virtually where we talk about this. You never know where someone's at. They could be having the best day in their life. They could be having the worst day in their life, and you'll never know. So just how you have that small interaction with them that you might have in that day could have a huge influence or a terrible influence by you kind of determining on how you want that to go. Interesting when you start thinking about it in that fashion. So on the days that you don't feel it, I don't know what you're not feeling, so it could be a couple of different things. But if you think that it's depression, or if you think that it's related to anything to suicide, let me just tell you, because I'm going to tell you at some point anyways, so might as well do it now, because I think it's that important. I would love for you to contact my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. They can talk about depression, they can talk about suicide, they can talk about those blah moments. You can give them a phone call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can text them at TALK at 741-741. That's TALK 741-741. Or you can go to their website at AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or, 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 you have the other two options as well. Just keep in mind, you're not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide or depression yourself, or lost someone or a loved one to the whole thing, 
Know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local communities who have their lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. I think it's such an important portion of the conversation. Just don't let it be a thing that you don't talk about. It's very important. Don't Don't go go anywhere. anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Okay, so that's in my head by Tilden Park. Songs available on iTunes and on Spotify. Thank you for Tilden Park for allowing us to use that one here on the Ready to All Safety Show. Anyways, currently 44 minutes past the top of the hour. So there you go. That's some stuff going on 
inside of that sequence. So let's continue talking a little bit. Uh, I better pop this up on my screen. If not, I'm going to forget to show share this with you here in a moment. Uh, so let's talk about it. Tech Talk real quick. Apple has been awarded a patent for smart footwear. Yes, that is correct. That would work in conjunction with a virtual reality headset. The footwear is expected to be either a shoe or a sock that would be reportedly he- um, sent haptic feedback to the users while they're actually in the virtual world. It would uh, deliver different sensations, such as the feeling of hot, cold, and various areas of the foot using uh, electromagnetic. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun! Electromagnetics as a way of making the ge- the games feel like uh, feel like more. Yeah, feel like more. The pattern suggests that it would force the user's feet uh, that will also be able to be activated by uh, resting, sliding, t- uh, t- being tilted on a surface, and other. Apple is expected to release its VR headset next year, powered by a newly launched M1 Mac processor with a list price of about $1,000. I'd hate to be the mom that had to tell her kid that the smart sock went missing in the laundry. I hate hate rain apple parade. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. But I would never be a real gamer yet who would wear socks. So there you go. No real gamer wear socks. I mean, I, I have to tell you, the people that do the streams, half of them I don't even believe wear pants half the time, but that's a whole other story. So are you letting me know that there's going to be an eye shoe or is it an eye sock? Because that's going to be the the two things to think about. Anyway, so it is Monday, 45 minutes past the top of the hour. And you are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Uh, so let's get this moving and grooving real quick. And let's listen to my friend, John Smalls, giving us a Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. There's a great anonymous quote that says, It's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. Boy, isn't that true. You and I could stare at the same piece of art. You could see, like, maybe a waterfall, and I might see a piece of cake. For me, it's usually some kind of food. It's not just art, either. Many things in life can be seen from more than one perspective. The most talented people are those who can see things from their perspective, but they also have the ability to see things from the perspective of someone else as well. Now that is something to practice. Oh, by the way, if you plan to practice this on social media, good luck to you. It can get rough out there. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about it. Greens and not blues for those who are struggling mentally during the lockdown and are being urged to try gardening as a way of dealing with their stress, anxiety, and depression. The Hortral Call... Hold on. Hold on. Horticulture Charity Thrive says that the health benefits of gardening are extensive, both mentally and physically. Thrive is offering a free four-week calendar of simple daily activities to help to help that would be gardening would help you with your gardening connection yeah gardening connection learn stay active and then notice the the natural world as there's hopes and forestry and all that kind of fun stuff that's listed out there ceo zyre roster 
says that the researcher shows that many people with mental health have suffered during the pandemic and that gardening is being the nature being the nature of the world is the difference the organization says that it will take uh it will take you about 15 minutes a day uh, to be able to do to do that so there you go let's continue let's continue talking real quick about some other stuff going on inside of the world of course wash and wear a new study has found that air hand dryers spread bacteria more than paper towels the study conducted by the researchers in the uk found that the high-speed air dryers not only leave more contamination on hands compared to paper towels but they also spread germs onto clothing during the drying process thereby transferring more bacteria to other surfaces, including beyond the bathroom. The study found that even if the hands are washed poorly, that the the paper towels, rather than the air dryer, reduces the, the, micro, the, the micro issues um, for further contamination. So there you go. I didn't think about that. Because, you know, a lot of people talk about the recycling aspect when it comes to that whole nine yards. I mean, think about it for a, for, for a brief moment as it does come about. I mean, just one thing to think about for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things inside of the world. Well, hold on, hold on. Before I go further, the findings were published by the Infection of Control in, hosp- in, ho- in Hospital by an epidemiologist. So there you go. There you go. I suppose it depends on whether you're the first person to use a paper towel. I mean... Do you remember those old machines that had like the revolving paper towel or like the cloth towel that you could use over and over and it's supposedly self-cleaned? Yeah, I was never a fan of those. Well, I'll know that I'm going to start wearing gloves when I'm in the bathroom now. That's something else to think about. I mean, that's the other thing. If you take a look at some studies, they always say that you should actually flush the toilet with the lid down regardless of what you've done. For it won't spray everything or spread everything in that regard. Both bathrooms don't have a full toilet seat cover. Well, I mean the public ones. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Unless you have an outhouse. Okay, so let's hang on for there. What did uh, it say about drying your hands directly on your pants? Because maybe that's another thing to think about as we are um, thinking about it. Okay. Not by a long shot. Here are some of the absurd side of side effects reported by some oddballs who have received the COVID-19 vaccine submitted as a part of a yellow card scheme as an online submission area of reports of an adverse effects. Are you ready for this? I want to share them with you because I was able to find these because it was kind of interesting. Bad breath, alcohol poisoning, diet failure, flatulence, genital herpes, multiple bone fractures, breast enlargement, electric shock, premature ejaculation, being stung, and or bitten by uh by bees what uh excessive earwax crying moaning and screaming hangover there you go those last two might be uh might be related just insane but that's the stuff that's being circulated on about crap that supposedly is going on with people taking the vax which i am not buying but there you go just sharing some information real quick in regards of that and let's share some more information by our friend i'm a trial lawyer i'm not part of your family and i don't do skits with my mom i'm a real lawyer a damn good lawyer the best lawyer this state has to offer and i've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country righting the wrongs you may not agree with all of my views but when it comes to trying cases there's only one view justice and justice is what i get Figer law that's why we're unstoppable 
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so no winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for a $122 million jackpot or an $81.1 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $220 million jackpot or $147.8 million cash payout so there you go let's give you the top five movies at the box office the crude's a new age was six hundred and twenty thousand dollars at number five and number four chaos walking 1.9 million dollars currently at number four the courier at two million dollars tom and jerry at number two at 3.8 million dollars and raya and the last dragon made 5.2 million dollars and stayed at number one so i don't know did I have to ask you the strange question when it does come about. Do you go to the movies? Because I don't know of a lot of people going to the movie theater currently. I mean, to each their own. But it just sounds like an interesting adventure. Kind of interesting. I mean, I will tell you, I saw more stuff about the Snyder Cut than anything else over the weekend. So kind of amazing just to see some of these other things that are going on inside of the world of the news. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. Um, back in 2007, News Corp and NBC Universal link a deal that would later spawn Hulu. NBC had been putting up content on YouTube, but was not able to effectively monetize on it. Real, and then they're realizing that they need for a business model that allowed easy access to network programming online, online while still generating profit. Network executives were looking for other ways to achieve old programs or archive old programs. And broadcast new ones online. The result was Hulu, which was was um, free access with occasional ads, and then later a premium membership that included an extensive backlog of many TV shows. Think about that. How crazy that is. That was back in 2007. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Gig Morton, yeah, actor from Airbud, turns 25. Nick Robinson turns 26. Dax the rapper turns 27. JJ Watts 32. Reese Weatherspoon, 45. Keegan-Michael K, 50. Uh, Rick Harrison, 56. J.D. Daughtry, turned 69. Andrew Lloyd Webber, 73. James Patterson, 74. And William Shatner, no way. William Shatner turns 90 today. Wow. Wouldn't have bought that one. Would have never thought that that was the case, but that is the case. That is what's going on today. Anyways, let's talk about some slices of BS as we get you moving and grooving real quick. Here you go. Twitter turned 15 yesterday. Nearly a third of Americans use Twitter. The rest can communicate in complete sentences. Happy birthday to Twitter, which turned 15 yesterday. is the only thing with 280 characters that makes less sense than The Walking Dead. Welcome to spring. So much that we were thank- that we're thankful for. It's the only matter of time that we become where we're once again treated to sexy shirtless photos of Vladimir of Vladimir Putin. The March Madness tournament is underway. Here's what's go- here's here's what I know about the the uh, filling out the NCAA brackets. The only time that picking Harvard is a dumb thing to do. It's March Madness time. It's the time to go Gonzaga sounds uh, uh, that you're okay. That's why Karen running around yelling face mask and QAnon, um, she's Gonzaga-ing in her own fashion. Think about it in that way. Anyway, some other stuff, of course, to talk about 
real quick. Let me talk about some trivia. We haven't done a trivia one in a while, so let's talk about it. So here you go. Let's do trivia. Let's do let's do three trivia questions real quick. Before spring, springtime, and spring springing time, what was the season known as based on an old English word? Lent, Advent, the melting, Irish spring. The correct answer? Lent. According to a folklore, what can we balance on the ground on the first day of spring? A stone, an egg, a broom, your checkbook. The correct answer? An egg. So there you go. When sheep get it on, it's called rutting. What is it called when horses get frisky? Marrying, covering, blanketing, giddy up. It's actually known as blanketing. And now you'd have some useless knowledge for the day for yourself. So there you go. Some interesting things. Let's talk about some of the days of the years that you can celebrate today. National Goof Off Day. Oh, maybe that's why I'm feeling so w- the way that I feel. National West Virginia Day. As a young as you feel day. So there you go. Those are some days that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. Okay, so let's talk about some random jokes for today if you need one. I don't I don't like to drink too much coffee in the morning. If I do, I toss and turn all through the workday. If you need a phone starter for a day, try this one. What TV advertising jingle do you remember from your childhood? Sing it. Sing it. Pom, 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 pom. Okay, so there you go. Here's a question for you today if you need one for the water cooler, although this annual activity likely dates back to thousands of years ago. The first recorded mention of it wasn't until 1857. What is it? Continuing with our common theme, it's spring cleaning. So there you go. That's all I got for you. If you want to come and hang out on RadioBig.fm, we will be doing that in the next little bit. I will remind you one more time, don't forget about our contest. You can go to SafetyFM.com forward slash contest to enter. SafetyFM.com forward slash contest to win a one-on-one session with yours truly. And then we have our virtual event coming up on the 31st of this month safetyfm.io for ticket information right there anyway so that's what's going on right there thank you for taking a listen to the rated r safety show exclusively on safety fm and on radio big.fm i I will be going over to radio big here in the next few moments if you want to come out and hang out i'll be there for the next you know next little bit to do some things so if i can leave you with a thought for today i would like to do this this is the thought i would love to leave you with The only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Think about it in that fashion. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means mechanical electronic recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast jay allen